Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm attorney Larry Rowe. Question. Do you have a will and full power of attorney for medical and business decisions? If you say not yet, then what you now have may be a family train wreck. It's easy to fix. LarryLRoad.com. This is Retire Right Radio, a weekly show from John Burdett at 4th Avenue Financial that aims to answer your questions about financial planning, investing, and how to retire right. 4th Avenue Financial is located in downtown Charleston at 170 Court Street. More information online at 4thAvenueFinancial.com. Join the conversation by calling 304-345-5858 or text 304-935-5008. On Retire Right Radio, let's go live to the studio with host Dale Cooper and John Burdett from 4th Avenue Financial. And a very pleasant good morning to you. You're listening to Ask the Expert, WCHS, the voice of Charles, and I'm Dale Cooper. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Tuesday. And uh, it's a Tuesday, but that means that uh, uh, because we had the uh, the holiday yesterday, we do have a special program for you today, and that is Retire Right Radio. Uh, usually it is a, uh, a service of 4th Avenue Financial that John Burdett puts in forth every Monday. But since we had a holiday yesterday, markets weren't going to be open anyway, and uh, everybody's outside. Hopefully they were grilling the latter part of yesterday, the evening, if that's when you waited to grill, it actually cleared up and was a pretty nice afternoon. But John Burdett joins me in the studio this morning. John, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Ready to get the short week started. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, in the financial industry, does this? Uh, I always talk about this a lot, and, and we'll get into the main conversation here in a minute. But um, to me, like ever since I was in school back in, uh, especially high school days, when we had those uh, those uh, two hour delays, like those days always seemed longer to me. Like I didn't like. I would rather just go to school for the whole day. If they, they weren't going to give us out for the whole day, then just get us for the whole day because I didn't like those. I didn't like those truncated days on short market weeks. How does that change? Does that change much of anything for you, or is it just another it's day? It's mostly just me forgetting what day it is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's mostly what happens. Uh, well, that that's understandable. I can see how that would happen. Uh, so as far as uh, well, let's take a look into uh, uh, market as far as. You know, every week we come out and kind of do the same thing. And it is kind of an interesting time. I mean, volatility leads to some interesting narratives, even if they're narratives that kind of, you know, they don't really necessarily lead anywhere once you once you look long-term into things. But there's a lot of different articles and think pieces being written right now. It's an interesting time, if nothing else. It's definitely interesting. But there again, the market last week was uh, pretty strong. It rebounded. You know, we had some weakness the week before, a lot of fear about inflation and, you know, things things of that nature that were, were cropping up. Uh, but the markets generally were up uh, between one and two percent between the uh, uh, the Dow, the S and P, mm-hmm. and, the, and the Nasdaq. Um, it's interesting if you if you look um, 
year to date, it's kind of played out the, the way we've we've been talking the last uh, several months, and that is the the Dow is up 12.8 percent for the year, so pretty strong year already for that. When and remember the Dow are the uh, kind of more industrial type uh, uh, companies, so there are a few technology companies in there now. Um, the S and P, which is more broad base, um, 8.28 percent mm-hmm. year to date. And the NASDAQ, which is more tech-heavy, it still had a solid year. It's up 6.5%. Uh, um, but like we talked about, that rotation from the leaders of, of, of last year, where the NASDAQ and the tech stocks were so hot, mm-hmm. they're still up, but they're not the leaders anymore. So that's kind of interesting how that's that's played out, and we've been talking about that all year, really. It's, it's just it's always fascinating when you take any short portion of time, you can create like any number of narratives and you can talk about the things that you want to talk about and stuff like that. So if you look at last three months or six months or year or something like that, but then the more you start to spread that out, well, last 24 months, last 36 months, last five years, whatever it is, eh, it starts to smooth right. out a little more. Yeah, you, you, know? look at a, you look at a chart, short term, long term, and everything kind of smooths itself out the farther back you go and the, the longer the time horizon is. It's amazing how that works. It's yeah. amazing how that works. It, it, but that, it is, and that's... That's why you do what you do, right? Always think, you know, think long term uh, when you're when you uh, have a long term goal, because short term, all of that tends to uh, fade away, all that noise fades away. Um, there again, interestingly, last week uh, too, the the bond market, which we've been talking about, kind of looking at what the market is thinking about as far as potentially inflation and rising interest rates. Um, I guess the fear that the bond market has the last couple of weeks is. Uh, fading away that the inflation will be as persistent as uh, some people fear. Um, the yields on the 10-year Treasury fell to 1.58, uh, which, um, there again, that's the exact opposite of what you would think would happen right. if, if, if people think inflation is going to run away. And that's even after some pretty hot numbers last week. So uh, right now, uh, the big money uh, in the bond market is kind of looking through the noise of those high inflation numbers and thinking, hey, this is going to moderate. And right. We'll see. You know, the story is still to be told, but that's what the, the market is telling us right now. Another thing that I've come to realize in um, in us doing this show together and getting kind of your take on things, because in, in our conversations with off-air and on-air, um, as far as, I mean, you're just evaluating using your, your, uh, your history and your professionalism. You're just evaluating the market. You don't really care much about, political ideology that people try to attach this to. I mean, that's not really your, that's not what the CEOs are worried about. That's not what you're worried about. I mean, generally speaking, you try to just carry on. And what I've noticed uh, more so than ever, and everybody talks about partisan news and things like that, but um, if you, and I, I've come to find like the last administration, if you didn't like that at the last administration, you could find financial news sure. um, that would talk about how the last administration was doing a horrible job. And now you can find it's like people are really wanting that inflation. Some people really want that inflation number to be true, really want it to be bad because they want something bad to talk about. But some of the some of the you know people that just do the business are like, well, you know, maybe. But like what you just said, the the uh, the underpinnings aren't really playing out yet. They might still. You got to see well, what they happens. Very well, could uh, you know, no one has a, a crystal ball. Right. Uh, as much as you read articles and people think that hey, it's going to be this way or that way. But there again, you can find articles on both sides of the. Of the issue, and what that tells you is that that is still to be determined. Right, right. There, there's some uncertainty that that cone of uncertainty, like with your uh, with the uh, 
the uh, when the storm makes impact, when the hurricane m- makes impact. You don't know exactly where it's going to land, but there's a cone there that uh, that that uh, that is the probability. You can get a hold of us this morning. Any questions that you have uh, that has to do with uh, how to retire right? If uh, if maybe you're looking into uh, um, how to uh, transfer something from uh, a previous employer, or you you find yourself in an opportunity like we've talked about recently with early retirement, and you have some questions on how to to uh, make things ship ready for that, you can give us a call this morning three zero four three four five fifty eight fifty eight three zero four three four five fifty eight fifty eight. You can also text over questions. Folks do like to do that because they uh, there's a certain bit of uh, anonymity that's uh, with text, and we can also get your information over to John that way as well, so he can follow up with you. You can send us a text line question to three zero four nine three five five zero zero eight three zero four nine three five five zero zero eight. Don't forget to go over to the Facebook page, find Fourth Avenue Financial on Facebook. John puts up uh, uh, new articles. In fact, I think we have a new one we're going to talk about in just a moment, so you can follow along and read, and then uh, that can help you come up with questions for upcoming shows, and also. Uh, uh, that's a good place to be uh, notified of any upcoming uh, talks or seminars or Facebook Lives or anything like that that John does. So you go over to the Facebook page, do a search for 4th Avenue Financial. You can like that. And then online, it's 4thAvenueFinancial.com. That's 4thAvenueFinancial.com. Spell out the whole thing. And uh, you can uh, find the webpage there located in Charleston, downtown, across from the town center, 3043 or 304-746-7977, 304-746-7977, located at 170 Court Street. John Burdett here from 4th Avenue Financial. Now that we got all of our uh, contact information out there. Yeah, there's a lot there. Forget at that. You, you, you have a lot of different ways to contact. You know, in this day and age, you've got to have all that. Although, you, you know, it used to be that, like, web pages, you couldn't live without a web page. And so much anymore, people kind of is like, well, a web page or a Facebook page, like, as long as you have some sort of landing page. It's weird how things change, even within, like, 10 or 15 years. You know, just last week I had somebody go on the website and book a Zoom meeting online. And, you know, they click a button, they right. pick their time, it sends them the invite, and it notifies me to be on Zoom at this particular time. That's fantastic. Like, that is that's pretty slick. Now, is that something you had pre-pandemic, or is that something that you uh, kind of oh, put no, together because is, of the pandemic? pandemic uh and it's something that will carry yeah, on yeah i'm going to know? say this is something to me it seems like as as horrible as the pandemic is and we're all burnt out on zoom meetings but there's a time in the future where everything's not going to be zoom meetings and if you have a a, a client that wants to get a face-to-face with you in some way that's a great technology that kind of got drug into the uh that got dragged into the future because it right. you know it was kind of there on the cusp it was used a lot executive class, you know, I mean, or maybe uh, uh, with some creative teams that work uh, in separate locations. But now it's fairly common. Everybody has it on their computer. I don't want to use it every day, but when that opportunity comes up where I need to get in front of somebody, no longer do I have to go searching for, well, can I find a webcam that will work? And do I have a subscription to this? Do I even sign up? I mean, it's all set and ready to go. You right. can just do it now. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And uh, we do have, you know, a handful of Zoom meetings every week. And, yeah. and there again, a year and a half ago, Whoever heard of Zoom, right? And uh, and I think back to the uh, point you were making earlier about um, uh, about politics and, uh, and and things of that nature. You know, businesses are not static, and yeah. and and I, they adapt and change. And and I think that's why it is so resilient. Whether it's a pandemic or a political change, you know, businesses are trying to solve problems, trying to reach their customers where they are. And that's not going to change, you know, and, and and that's why I believe that all of this noise is out here, but yet it seems like progress gets made uh, right. in, in, in businesses and profitability and, and, and ultimately in the stock market, that yeah. innovation. And and uh, and that's a narrative or, or that's a, that's how you discuss this a lot. And to me, 
as I've kind of shifted my perspective over to understand what you're saying as far as uh, uh, the goods and services that the people are providing, they're always going to try to meet that bottom line. It really makes things seem um, not only a little less personal, you know, I mean, because the market's not personal. It never is. You should never look at it, I don't think, from that standpoint as a, as a client anyway. But also makes it seem a little, to me, it almost is a safety net knowing that you know, the theory of like altruism, like charity or whatever. I mean, the reason you do charity, it makes you feel better, right? I mean, is there any right. real reason that you're doing charity other than how it makes you feel? You could say, I'm helping other people. Well, why does helping other people make you, uh, why do you want to do that? It makes me feel better. You know, it always comes back to, there's a little seed of selfishness in there to some way. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but businesses operate like that as well. Just because they're making money doesn't also mean it's not mutually exclusive from them doing something to better the bottom line for their clients to make the world a better place to live. I mean, if well, you find is. somebody that's that's peddling in this type of industry, that's only a good thing. Yes, please make your money because you're making things better for everyone else. Right. It's a free exchange of goods and services. You know, you're not going to part with your labor, which is which was represented by your dollars, to purchase something that you don't feel like is more of a value to you than the labor you're parting with. And so it's a win-win. You know, the company wins because they, uh, you know, earn your your business by serving you and by meeting your needs. And that's, uh, you know, it's one of those systems that's set up uh, that that yes, it takes advantage of the selfishness somewhat of human nature, it's but it's, a, it's right. there's a benevolence to it as well. It's it's a pretty incredible system, really, when you think about and, it. And and that almost leads to more failsafe. I mean, it's it's human nature to question someone's. Nature, you know, when he's like, are they really doing it for the for the best reason? When it's somebody's money that they're worried with and their livelihood, you have like, okay, they're doing the right thing, and it's also it behooves them to do the best thing. So, I mean, there's a little bit of a, to me, it's almost a safety net that's like that. It's not just people eggheads in a room that are like trying to do these calculations based on nothing. There's there's reason they have to do it, and there have to be, has to be real human equity in that um, for you to have a product or service that people want. It's not just it doesn't get created out of nothing, I guess. Right. Unless it's an NFT. <laughs> we we <laughs> well, talk about those. <laughs> things. Uh, not this week, Satan. Not this week. We're not going to talk about you. 304-345-5858. 304-345-5858. Text over questions to 304-935-5008. A couple things we're going to talk about this morning. Uh, other topics. We're going to talk about your uh, uh, upcoming article that you are going to have that's coming out on Facebook. And also we wanted to tackle a little bit the cash is king um, yes. uh, philosophy with investing. And you hear this a lot. Cash is king. Uh, we have commercials that you hear on the radio all the time that they're getting ready to sell you some uh, some sort of package where you get in on cash or whatever it is. Cash is king. It's what you do. Is that necessarily true? Well, you know, it's an interesting topic. I mean, certainly cash has a role. Um, but uh, the reason I, th- I I thought of this topic, I had one of my advisors in my office um, uh, call me up and say, hey, I came across a client that uh, he's a saver. He was always taught to save, save, save. And uh, he's, he has $500,000 in $100 bills in a safe. <laughs> Okay, I, didn't, I mean, I realize some people like to like the safety of having the cash, right? But yeah, uh, but that that seems a little excessive. <laughs> and uh, and then you start thinking about that. You know, why did that person do that? Because he's been told all his life that save, save, save. You know, right. a penny saved is a penny earned. Sure. And, and uh, you know, my grandpa used to say, you know, save your dollars, they're your friends. But but. I think sometimes that saying gets taken in a way that makes you think that that dollar bill is wealth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's really not. It's a certificate that says you've served somebody. But what you forget, what a lot of people forget, particularly in this case, 
is that that money is losing value because it's not being put to work. And money really, uh, you might as well, <laughs> I hate to say it this way, but light it on fire if you're just going to let it. You know, money is to be used. Money is to be circulated. Money is to be used to acquire things. It's a tool. Um, but it's really not wealth. Wealth, as we were talking about, is the ability to serve, the ability to solve problems, uh, to be valuable to other people. And that dollar bill sitting there, like I say, is just deteriorating. Um, you go back uh, to hmm. like 1970. Let's say this, uh, uh, that $500,000 in, in 1970 to now, it's worth one-seventh as, as far as the goods and services you could acquire if you just left it there and it didn't grow. So the dollar bill, you know, in the last 50 years is only worth one-seventh. Wow. Of, of of what it was in 1970. So how safe is that? Right. So so people, it's like, well, I didn't lose anything off of it, but you kind of did because everybody else made money. <laughs> you know, everybody right. else was right. able to, and, that was able to grow. And so so is that wealth? That's not really a good even a store of wealth. Right now, money and cash is king for an emergency fund in a in a degree. You know, things come up in life that requires money to solve that problem. It's a tool. Right. But beyond a certain level, you know, some people say three months or six months of emergency funds, you know, that cash is, is, it's lazy money. It's not working. It's unemployed. Right. <laughs> it's it, setting, it makes a lot of sense. It really does. It's setting there deteriorating. You know, you can tolerate that on some degree of your money in your emergency fund because it solves another problem. It is providing you a service of having liquidity to meet short-term needs. But long-term, you know, anything above that is 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 out of work. And if you think there's there's so many, uh, this is an interesting topic as well because I know that you have to deal a little a lot with the psychology of investing. I mean, that's part of what you do, and at least in just evaluating somebody and, and determining their 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 risk uh, um, allowance that the, that they provide. But the 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 thing that I find interesting about something like this is there's kind of a romanticism that's involved with like your mattress money. Like you always hear about, oh, you know, so and so when they when they died, they found a uh, million dollars in their mattress. They must have been saving that for years, which is great. They have a million dollars in their mattress, I guess. But what would that have been if they would have properly have been a custodian of that money? It right. would have been well more than a million dollars in their mattress. Well, and I think, a lot, like you say, a lot of this is a thought process that's been ingrained in us. Just And some of it, you know, my, my grandparents went through the Great Depression. Sure. A lot of these thoughts really have a genesis of, of, of that that have followed through. But, you know, go back to 1970. That money is worth, you know, one seventh of of what it would be today. Yeah, wow. But go back to what we were just talking about. What is true wealth? The ability to serve people, to the ability to solve problems. If you had had that money, the same dollar in the S and P five hundred index, it has gone up twenty six times. So your money has declined, by, you know, one seventh of that of the value. But the ability to serve people has gone up 26 oh, times. Man, what a great illustration! And that's a that's a pretty incredible thing. So I, that that clearly is. illustrates where what wealth is. Right. Wealth is not the dollar bill at all. Right. That's a tool. You know, wealth is the ability to serve, and and you do that through our skills individually, as we we perform our jobs, 
and we can we can make ourselves more valuable through you know training and skills and things of that nature so that we earn more money and we can also do that by taking our savings which is really our accessibility to serve based on what we're consuming and acquiring other entities that are doing the same thing serving through the stock market ownership of companies long term and, and that is really what wealth is and this cash is king yes it's king if you need it for a purpose short term but it's definitely not the king <laughs> if you look over long time horizon so cash is king in a very specific uh, a circumstance where you need liquid money for a certain amount of time. Other than that, not at all. It's not it's, all. it's not even a yeah. prince, you know. It's, <laughs> you know? But for, I think that's a great illustration by John. It actually uh, uh, cleared up a lot of things for me. I think uh, that uh, that it really goes a long way of explaining exactly what you mean: the difference between the money and the wealth, the dollar bill, and actually generating wealth and uh, the ability to serve folks. You can give us a call this morning if you have any questions: three zero four three four five fifty eight fifty eight. You can text over questions you have to three zero four nine three five five zero zero eight three zero four nine. 935-5008 is our text line number. We need to take a break. When we come back, we still have plenty of stuff that we're going to talk about this morning. Uh, John still has an upcoming article on Facebook we'll talk about. We'll also uh, give you instructions on how you can follow on Facebook so you can be up to date on John's uh, weekly discussion points and articles and uh, anything else that comes up with 4th Avenue Financial. You're listening to Retire Right Radio this morning. I'm Dale Cooper. John Burdett is here from 4th Avenue Financial on 580 WCHS, the voice of Charleston. While we adjust to the current COVID virus environment, Pew Furniture is having a store-wide clearance. Everything is in stock and available for immediate delivery. So stop in and bag a bargain while we make room for more truckloads coming. Check out our selection of sofas, sectionals, sleepers, and chairs. Solidwood bedrooms and dining sets, plus heirloom cabinets, bars, and grandfather clocks. We have great sale prices on our nursery furniture, and all our cribs and nursery furniture meet the highest standards. Yours. Pew Furniture is the area's largest provider of lift chair recliners with a great selection in stock with our low price guarantee. Whether you need a headboard or a houseful, it's better quality furniture at prices you want to pay at Pew Furniture Warehouse Showrooms. 1320 Smith Street, Charleston. Open Monday through Saturday. Visit us at pewfurniture.net, home of the Almost Heaven Mattress. Do you or a loved one live in a nursing home or other long-term care facility and want to return home? You can with the Take Me Home Transition Program. The Take Me Home Transition Program provides services and supports that can help you make a safe and successful transition home. To see if you qualify, visit tmhwv.org or call 304-352-4239 and start planning your transition home today. Visit tmhwv.org for more information. This ad is supported by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services as part of a financial assistance award beginning in 2011 and totaling over $19 million with 92.4% funded by CMS HHS and 7.6% funded by the state of West Virginia totaling over $1.6 million. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views nor an endorsement by CMS HHS or the U.S. government. It's not every day you purchase a vehicle, but one person who does, Larry Dawson. Larry Dawson Auto Sales in Nitro. I'm Randy Dameron with a message regarding honesty, integrity, and the willingness to save you money when it's time for you to purchase a slightly used vehicle. 
I've known Larry as a friend for years, and you too can have a friend in the car business. Click or come in today and meet Larry. Larry Dawson Auto Sales, Nitro. Located just down the street from where you live, Parmar stores are all about being your above-par convenience store. If you don't have a Parmar store near you now, you will soon. You're listening to Retire Right Radio on 580 WCHS, the voice of Charles, and I'm Dale Cooper. And that is John Burdett from 4th Avenue Financial sitting across from me this morning taking your phone calls and your texts at 304-935-5008, 304-935-5008. Any questions you have about how you can retire right or maybe a loved one that you want to uh, maybe clear the the air for ask a few questions you're more than welcome to give us a call this morning anything that has to do with your retirement any uh, uh issues that you have with transferring uh, money over from uh from uh, rollover accounts or from accounts from previous uh employers anything along those lines john can uh point you in the right direction with as well as uh as uh full service of course over at fourth avenue financial you can give us a call this morning 304-345-5858 you can also go to fourth avenue financial.com spell out the whole thing fourth avenue financial.com um for more information and you can also do that search on facebook and now on facebook when you do that, you can like the page. You'll be notified of different events that John has, like uh, Facebook Live seminars or in-person seminars as they uh, start coming back around. And you're also doing uh, uh, fairly regular articles that you're sharing on uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, yes, uh, that's something that uh, we've been working on. We thought we'd do it this week, but then with the holiday and the show got changed, we're going to issue the article, the first article this week, which we'll discuss uh, next Monday. So anybody that's on our email list, anybody that goes on our website or Facebook and, and uh, gives us their email, you can you can go on our website and, and sign up for our newsletter. That, that will suffice. Um, you'll begin to get these articles, regularly educational articles that we're going to put out on a weekly basis, and then we'll talk about those on the radio show, and we'll send the article out the day before the radio show uh, so that you have a chance to, to look it over. If you have questions, what a perfect time to ask uh, uh, the following Monday while we're on the show yeah and you can uh, you can follow all of john's uh all of john's media we'll point uh directions on our station social media over to where you can read that at the fourth avenue financial as well and it just gives us the uh, the opportunity you know every week we uh john will take any generalized questions that you have on how to retire right and and uh and uh how to look into that but sometimes we have specific questions and and uh sometimes it's the topics that we bring up that kind of generate those questions so giving a little bit of a of a, a few days notice on that where you can uh you can read the articles and then uh, develop your questions if you have any or know what we're going to talk about a little bit it's not a bad thing it's not a bad no, thing not at all and I'll, I'll tease the first article we're going to um i'm going to give you some some secrets on uh, how to build wealth and and the process of building wealth and some of the things that you need to you need to take care of and i, and I try to write my articles in a way that uh, um, certainly in this business math is is uh, important <laughs> uh, but i try to you know demath it and and Right, uh, using stories and and analogies uh, to try to uh, uh, you know convey the concepts in a uh, without it looking like a math problem. Yeah, and and oftentimes you can relate things anecdotally. I mean that's how a lot of learning's done and a lot of teaching's done. You you convey an anecdote and then you you back that up with the data so people can kind of understand how that works. And right. so you do a great job and even here on the air and kind of describing these things in layman's terms. And then when you have to get down into brass tacks and you actually have to translate that on what you're looking at, you kind of understand what it is that you're looking at instead of just being like, what are all these numbers and how does that apply to to what this is? It's nice to be able to. I think I have it in the promo even, but to, to demystify that just a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. It's not yeah, a bad it makes idea. You, and, and that general knowledge makes you a better long-term investor because when things do get kind of crazy in the market, 
if you understand fundamentally what it is you're doing and what you're participating in, you're more likely to stick through it and, and not be afraid and not make emotional decisions. And, uh, and that's what it takes to be successful long term. You know, having a, a professional advisor for something like your retirement portfolio, I mean, we all have that buddy. You know, we have uh, our crew always has different different people in it. You know, you have kind of the wild card in your crew. Then you have like the sane person that you're always going to for rational advice and stuff like that. Having an advisor that you actually uh, who who works for you to help you with something like your retirement portfolio, that's just like having that buddy that always talks you off the ledge. Hey, man, I think I'm going to ditch. Uh, you know, I'm going to spend two hundred thousand dollars and get this great boat that I just saw. Yeah, you know, maybe not the great best. Time for a de- or man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a new deck put in. It's gonna t- cost ten grand, but I really need that deck. You, you, and your buddy's like, hey, wait a minute, why don't you wait a few months before you put that deck in because the prices of the lumber is gonna come down. You know that guy that kind of just gives you some reason, common sense every once in a while. Well, that's what that's what your financial guy's for. That's that's what that's to talk people off the ledge, to take emotion out of the decisions, like what you just said. I mean, that's really not only are you giving targeted advice uh, that specifically is going to lead them to how to retire right, but also you're managing emotions a little bit when it comes to this stuff, when people get a little too freaked out of one thing. No doubt about it, offering a perspective right. that, that somebody that just participates in the market a lot of times primarily through their employer, it's it's kind of a passive process that automatically happens. And uh, once, particularly once you retire, boy, it's all up to you now that the income is coming in. So that having that perspective is very, very important because it's easy to make those um, those wrong decisions. I mean, just like the cash conversation we had. You know, a lot of times when folks retire, they get so conservative that they're they're in a, in essence losing the value of their money. And that's that a big sense. that's a big deal. So um, so like you retire and you're like, okay, here's my cash nest egg. This is this is what I need. And you you like basically just take that to zero. Like I need that. I don't want to I don't want to expose myself to any risk. And so then it doesn't grow at all. Right, and and a lot of times people will say, well, I've got, you know, this many dollars, I think I'm going to live this many years, and oh, yeah. I'm going to divide it up by those number of years, and that's what I can spend every year. Well, now just look you at what know, you probably can do better than that with with a little bit of a structured plan right. that has some growth potential. And, and that's a and that's kind of a dangerous game anyway. You can go off of averages or you know, your right. health or whatever. I mean, but I mean, medical science is an emergent field, and there's things that are happening all the time that's extending lives. And so, if you're like, "Oh, there's no way I'm going to live past 80," or right, or right. I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, Harrison Ford's still out there flying planes at 80, so not well. Not well. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be his passenger for sure. But he's still doing it, is what I'm saying. You know, I mean, maybe not all that well, but uh, stick with the Falcon, Hans. Stick uh, with the Falcon. Yeah, yeah, out of out of our area. Right? I think he needs a Wookiee co-pilot in those things in order to land them right. I, I'm not so sure. But the bottom line is, is, is that, is that don't write yourself off too soon. And, and, and if you're finding that is like your escape hatch with, oh, my retirement's fine. I'm not going to need money past 72. I mean, maybe that's not the best escape plan. Unless you know something that we don't, uh, that's maybe not the best escape plan. You know, being able to, uh, understand that you can retire and still get some return on your investment is a smart thing. Oh, absolutely. And, and there again, you're exposing yourself to other risks. The risks don't, uh, maybe psychologically seem as large, but loss of purchasing power, it looms large in a long-term retirement. And so you just have to be very careful and make sure you've, you know, diversification really. When when you're trying to grow your money, it's not as important to diversify. You know, you want to, you want to grow your money. You want to be more aggressive when you're retiring, when you're pulling it out. You can't, 
you know, be as growth oriented. But if you don't have some growth in that portfolio, if you're not diversified, if you're not matching up your personal needs to the investment tools you're using correctly, you're not going to get the most out of your retirement. Yeah, you, there's really so many uh, expressions that are in our English language, uh, idioms and so forth, that attach itself to this concept. But don't put all your eggs in one basket. I mean, there's just so much of this that uh, that that is just because it's true. I mean, these these uh, these uh, these uh, folksome witticisms actually end up being true. You don't put all your eggs in one basket because if you drop the bunch, then they're all going to break. I mean, it's exactly the same thing with your uh, investment portfolio and something, and that doesn't change just because you go from actively working to be in retired, you still have to manage that portfolio even in your right. retirement. That's the beginning of your retirement, not right. the end. In the last few weeks, uh, as we talked about last week, uh, we're receiving lots of calls from folks at TC Energy, one of the local companies, and uh, you know they're offering um, incentives for folks to retire early. Right. There again, I encourage anybody that is reviewing that packet, uh, give us a call. We can help go through that package. We can look at their other finances and make sure that, hey, this is a doable thing, that, that uh, particularly, like I say, when you retire early, you know, if you're 58, there is a, a uh, you know, challenges that that presents. I mean, great opportunity, but also financial challenges, and you need to make sure that uh, your portfolio is up to the task. One of the things that I've come to learn with doing this uh, show with John for some time, I've, I've tried to not trick John, but there's been questions that I've had before that I thought that I knew the answers to, and then I ended up being completely wrong, which is no surprise for people that know me. But I think that uh, the one thing that surprises me about having somebody be your financial planner is if you have like a wild hair or if you have like something you want to do, chances are that John can help you create a portfolio and and uh, an interaction into that to be exactly what you're looking for. If you want most things to be safe and diversified, but want something that you can play around with a little bit because you have a little bit of a wild streak, that John can help you with that. And while isolating the rest of your or isolating the rest of your investments to protect yourself, look, there's different things that you can do. Are you interested in these NFTs and bitcoins and stuff like that? Well, I mean, if you want to have a, a a portion that you play around with, John can probably help you out with those types of things. The important thing is that you're asking the question, and you're getting some salient advice, and that's where John can help you out with over at four. Fourth Avenue Financial. Let me get the contact information out to you one more time. Uh, Fourth Avenue Financial is located, of course, in downtown Charleston. It is uh, over on Court Street, right across from the Town Center Mall, and uh, that's 170 Court Street. The phone number is 304-746-7977, 304-746-7977. You can also go to the uh, website online. It's fourthavenuefinancial.com. You spell out the whole thing, fourthavenuefinancial.com. Sign up for the the uh, newsletter there or give uh, uh, Fourth Avenue Financial your contact information because John also is putting out educational pieces every week that, uh, that you can be kept up to date with uh, different pieces that's going to be coming out that's going to help you with retiring right and to prep you a little bit with con- content that we're going to have on this show, which is typically going to be every Monday morning. So on the Facebook page, you can go to Fourth Avenue Financial. Again, you sign, you uh, put in the whole thing. You like the page. That can get you up to date on it. Also, you can join any mailing list and uh, find that as well. So it's FourthAvenueFinancial.com online. It's also Fourth Avenue Financial on Facebook, located 170 Court Street, downtown Charleston, 746-7977. That's 304-746-7977. One more time, 304-746-7977. You can also email John. It's John at FourthAvenueFinancial.com. Again, spell out the whole thing, John at FourthAvenueFinancial.com. If you have any questions uh, along those ways, then you can do that. 
And uh, never, never a bad time to start if, if this is something that you've kind of uh, taken your hand off the wheel a little bit with or um, all you've been doing is dumping money into your 401k and you look at that and you're like, hey, this looks pretty good. Maybe you could take a look into getting it a little better. Maybe you can uh, find ways to uh, to retire right better. <laughs> Absolutely. If you've changed jobs, if you have uh, maybe have a collection of investments uh, that, that you've accumulated in, in uh, different pots of money that aren't working together. You may be able to get more out of that by creating a plan rather than having a collection of investments. So you can have things siloed for protection to some way, but also you can have them siloed where they're not actually working together and you're, and you're not really uh, complementing what you're doing. So, again, that's something that you might put together when you're doing things your own. When you have a professional take a look at it, they can help you out with those types of things a little bit. And that's what John's here for at Fourth Avenue Financial. John, thanks a bunch for your expertise and uh, filling us in this morning. And uh, Tuesday show, you know, we uh, were able to celebrate a little uh, uh, day off yesterday, so not a bad thing about that. No, no. It, it was a pretty rough weekend for the pools, though, so hopefully we'll get Man, that Man, yeah. And uh, we have a, a pool party for our kid for her birthday is coming up on, on uh, Saturday next week. I'm really, really hoping that uh, that we're going to get the um, – we're going to get the nice weather for that. I think we will. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we happens. John, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate that. All right. John Burdett from 4th Avenue Financial. Once again, online, 4thavenuefinancial.com, and do the same search on Facebook. That's going to do it for us. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. You've been tuned in to Retire Right Radio. You can catch this podcast today. We're going to put it up on our sister station, 680-KAZ-AM, Charles's Business Radio. You can hear that just after 1 o'clock today. Also on podcast, wchsnetwork.com slash podcast. Have a great day, everyone. This is Dale Cooper, and that was John. John Burdett from 4th Avenue Financial. Retire Right Radio on WCHS, the voice of Charleston.